Hi, I'm John Marr, and I'm here today with Mike Herrick, Project Manager and Estimator at NETR Inc. in Massachusetts. Today we're talking about a project that NETR Inc. did at the Campion Center in Weston, Massachusetts. Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, Mike, tell me a little bit about the Campion Center in Weston and, and what it is. Uh, the Campion Center is a, um, a Jesuit uh, a priest um, home. It's uh, where they retire and they have their functions, Christmas functions, holiday functions. You know, they'll have invite people over to to the main mansion for different galas they put together or fundraisers or anything like that. Yeah, and I think they have a whole uh, like a whole conference uh, center there. It's quite a quite a large place. Yeah, they do. They have a conference center there. It is a very large place, uh, and I only did. This we we do all the work there, but this one particular area is just is the mansion. It doesn't include the whole living quarters or the cafeteria, or, you know, the kitchen where they eat um, in the main 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 building. Okay, and so they contacted you to to come in. What is what was their issue that they were having, and what is it that that you came in and did? The people in the mansion that occupy the mansion wanted to have air conditioning comfort uh, in in the mansion area as well as what they have in the main building. So the mansion area only has, um, in some spots, they have window air conditioners. So we completely put in central air conditioning throughout the whole mansion. To put it in perspective, it was for a mansion, it was 14 tons of cooling total, which in average home situations, you might be looking at a, a two or a three ton system. And a ton being... Uh, BTUs for cooling, 12,000 BTUs uh, per ton. So an average home might be, you know, 36,000 BTUs. And this was 168,000 BTUs for cooling. Wow. So there's four systems uh, that we put in, four separate air handlers, ductwork, and outdoor systems to reject the heat outside with refrigerant piping. And what were some of the spaces inside? It was the living quarters and, and, and what else in the uh, building? Yeah, so the mansion consists of um, some a dining room, a kitchen, uh, study areas. Uh, they have a TV room that they use. And then there's one area that is the, the main pastor's uh, living quarters where he sleeps that we control. There is an upstairs as well that there are some other rooms that we didn't control. This was all just first-level air conditioning. Okay. You uh, worked in this building. It's quite an old building. What sort of difficulties did you encounter in, in working in a large old building like that in terms of, you know, putting in uh, central air conditioning? Being an old building in comparison to other newer buildings that we've done, when you do a design, you can go in there and, um, you know, I can go in there and do a design based on knowing what I'm cutting through and you know, run a straight shot of ductwork with a couple of bends here and there and go up through the floor um, in a home with floor registers or even a small office space. And in this case, where it's an old building, it's plaster and lath, it's mesh. There's a lot of steam pipes, big steam pipes, three, four-inch steam pipes up in the ceiling that you can't see. And when you lay it out on paper, it looks... We did a, actually had a mechanical drawing done, an engineered drawing, by our mechanical engineer that he put on paper and on paper it looks real relatively smooth and quick and easy but we had to make all sorts of changes and cuts in 90s to our ductwork because we would drill a hole and investigate if we could put our floor register in there 
and there's a big steam pipe in the way. So, you know, we're making several holes just to find that there's steam pipes in the way before we can actually figure out where we're actually putting our ductwork. And to avoid a lot of steam pipes, we had to make uh, special um, turning vane 90s uh, with fittings so that we could make 90s to avoid the steam and go around it or make an offset to go up and down. So it became a lot more intricate and a lot more involved. You know, a job like this, if it was clean shot, would have been a 300-hour to a 320-hour job, where this was 550 hours. So it was 200 hours over, over what the normal job would be. Did you uh, put in a system that does heating as well as air conditioning, or was it just uh, solely an air conditioning system? Well, it's it's solely an air conditioning system now um, because they currently have steam heat. We did, however, put in what we call hot water coils uh, for future heat when they decide to convert from steam to hot water. They will have those coils already there. Okay. And you mentioned doing, you know, engineers' drawings and things like that. What is involved in uh, coming in and assessing a space like that and trying to figure out, you know, w- how much equipment you're going to need to bring in, you know, what uh, what's going to be necessary in order to cool off, you know, this large of an area? Uh, how do you do that assessment? Well, for me, I, I'm going to go in there and do an initial assessment, an initial evaluation, um, take measurements of all the rooms that we're going in, uh, approximate approximate window sizes to take an experienced, educated um, guess, if you will, being in the field for about 30 years, um, and I can determine, you know, approximate sizes so that I can price a job like this and come within a certain budget um, that the customer wants, and then uh, go to engineering with my engineer and see if how far off I am with my calculations, because my calculations don't take into account every aspect of it, the, the insulation, the R value, the, the type of glass, or how, how exactly the size of the windows are. My engineer did that when he went through and laid it all out. Um, so I came up with relatively, it was about 12 and a half tons, I think, of cooling, and the engineer came up with 14, so it was a ton and a half difference. So it's, it's within what we need to be, and then the engineer basically just checks it, double, you know, double checks the math, and and then lays out the ductwork for us. And we then install it as close to the way that he had drew it out on paper, if possible. And in this case, uh, like I said, we had to do all those offsets, so we couldn't even put it in the the way it showed on paper. Right. So uh, I'm talking to you now in, in March of uh, 2019. When did you complete uh, this project? And you know what was the result of, of the project after it was done? Uh, well, we just completed the installation. Uh, we were able to get one system running, uh, in the heating, because it does, it does actually. This one system is a heat pump, so it does do heating and cooling. This one of one of the four systems. So we did get that up and running. It also we also added a um, April Air steam humidifier, um, and they need that for this study because the floors and the piano that's in the in the room needs to maintain a certain humidity. So they wanted that running right away. Uh, so the results on that room for maintaining temperature and humidity has been uh, has been really well received. Uh, the other systems, the other three systems, are not running in cooling as of yet because we haven't been warm enough to really run those units yet. But I'm sure that they're anticipating with the uh, you know spring coming up right now and and uh, and summer on its way uh, that 
you know, they're they're going to be much more comfortable living in that in those quarters uh, over the summer this year. They didn't have any any air conditioning. You said other than the window units uh, previous to this, right? Correct. Yeah, they didn't have any other air conditioning other than window units, so they couldn't keep the whole um, first level cool, if you will. They kept you know perimeter rooms cool on the window air conditioners where they where they had them. So I'm sure it'll be night and day when they compare what they didn't have for air conditioning to what they have now. And we know that we're sized properly because we had the engineer size it, so they'll they'll maintain the temperatures that they need to maintain. What part of the uh, residence did you put the uh, ductless uh, heat pump system into? It wasn't a ductless heat pump. It was a uh, conventional ducted heat pump. Um, it was We put that into the parlor study area so that we could add that April air humidifier. All by American Standard. It's American Standard equipment and... Uh, variable speed. So it's very similar. If, if you're bringing up ductless, it's similar to that variable speed. It does have the variable speed um, driven system. Do you anticipate that uh, they're going to be able to save a lot of money on their, uh, you know, cooling bills uh, this summer over the traditional, you know, window units that they had been using? Oh, absolutely. Uh, they will save money uh, from on the uh, variable speed drive uh, blowers. Those those fans operate at the cost of about a light bulb when they run uh, compared to a, a blower and a window air conditioner. So, Mike, how is it that the residents at the Campion Center will control their new system? Uh, that's a good question. On three of the systems, there are regular Wi-Fi wireless thermostats that integrate with a c- control system that Campion Center has that they hired a uh, controls company to monitor and see all their temperatures and integrate their controls to the whole building. So when we added this system, that controls company had to put in these Wi-Fi thermostats so he could see them on his network and what they call the front-end controls lingo. And the Campion Center is able to see our systems operate on their front-end and know what the temperature is, um, know what it's maintaining, and um, so on and so forth. They can see the temperature, the humidity. That was on three out of the four systems, and then how does the fourth system work? The fourth system, because it's a heat pump, um, we did have to integrate it with the communicating controller that comes from the manufacturer, uh, which is American Standard Train. So their controller actually controls the temperature and humidity for the heat pump operation. So the controls company can't really control that one, but he can just see it. All right, Mike, that's really great information. I appreciate you speaking with me today. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate you, you talking to me. And for more information, visit the NETR website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387.